0: Wearing wearing. empathy M- Museum presents Good. a mile in my shoes Good. these shoes are a pair of black high-heeled wedges they have a black strap going across the ankle and have gold sequins all up the heel They look like they would be worn with a really smart dress These shoes belong to Wendy. This is her story. I'm Wendy Ruiza, Miss Africa Perth 2015, also the African Youth Ambassador in Perth, Western Australia. In 2008, we ended up in Perth. I just finished high school. My dreams and aspirations was to become an air hostess because I wanted to travel the world and see different parts of the world and learn about different cultures and meet different people. The people that told me that I was too big to be an air hostess but pretty much people in my close circle, so my friends, uh, some of my family members, but they said it in a jokingly type of way but to me it really stuck to my heart so I never actually went out to pursue the dream, I never even went out to find out how I can even achieve that dream of becoming an air hostess. I used to suffer from very low self-esteem. So everything that people would say to me would have a very huge impact on how I would run my life or what I was capable of doing. So I used to do what people thought I could do, not necessarily what I wanted to do or what I believed that I, I could do. I found another passion, that passion is a passion for working with people, passion for seeing other people happy, passion for, you know, giving up my time and my energy to ensure that somebody else is happy. This passion that I have for helping people, I actually enrolled in the Bachelor of Social Work and over the two years that I have been enrolled, I have learned a lot about what it takes to actually be an advocate for other people, to actually stand in the gap for other people who pretty much have no voice. So for me to be able to offer my services and be an advocate for women refugees, that will be my biggest dream. After so many years, I decided to take part in Miss Africa Perth, and I was a contestant in 2014. I had insecurities because I thought, you know, what are people going to say? Are people going to judge me? Maybe I don't fit the criteria to be um, part of this. Um, So it took me a very long time to actually be part of Miss Africa Perth. Even after I joined, I still had to... Fight because I felt maybe I wasn't good enough. Um, what are people going to say? So that's the biggest thing for me. I had to fight the thought of what are people going to say, and actually think what, how am I feeling about this? What, what do I want to do? Yeah, it took me a very, very long time to actually put my head together, get over you know what people are going to say, and just sign up for the competition, and I did. Miss Africa Perth, a lot of people think that it's a beauty pageant. To a certain extent, it is, but then there's different ways that beauty can be expressed. For example, being a nice person, you're expressing a different kind of beauty. The hardest thing for me was trying to fight that, you know, it's not just about body size, it's not about how beautiful a person looks. It's it's about allowing yourself to be part of a movement and just engaging with your community. I had a lot of positive moments, but I also had a very negative experience of which my photo was actually posted on this website, the social media website, and people had the opportunity to comment some people commented good stuff, but then majority of the people said some really harsh things in regards to my size, negative things that people are happy to say on social media. That was the the, the, the lowest moment for me. It almost brought me to the point of cancelling out. It was an amazing night. This was <sighs> I can't express the way I felt that night. But I just, I, I was really happy with myself that I had gotten to that stage of actually being there, having all my costumes ready to go. I remember that morning, I actually got a message from my dad. My dad is not a very emotional person. So if he sends you an encouraging message, then. It's, it's something different. He was actually overseas at that time, so that really meant a lot that he took time out to actually message me. And I just felt from that time that I got that message, I just felt, okay, this is going to be a really good day. Just take your time, just have fun, and yes, you've done it. You've, you've made your, your, your family proud, you've made yourself proud. Just do it. So I walked out the first time on stage, <laughs> it was amazing. The crowd, the energy, it was vibrant, it was alive, it was loud. I went out the second time, so I sang on the night. This was my first time ever singing live, just by myself. I remember going up to one of the girls, one of the contestants, and I, I said to her, I think you're going to win, I believe in my heart, because I felt like everything she had done was right. She was the perfect image, she was beautiful, she was just amazing. I had no thought in my mind that I was going to win. I had no idea. I was just happy that I had made it this far. And then to be announced as the winner, uh, I actually cannot remember those few seconds after my name was announced i cannot remember what happened but apparently i froze that's what people tell me apparently i froze and then i started crying and i don't even know what happened it was beyond me it was beyond my imagination people would come up to me and they'll tell me how amazing i was a friend of mine told me, you look like an angel. Everything that you did was just flawless. They told me that you just looked so confident. Little did they know I was shaking, I was trembling, I was feeling all sorts of emotions and that I deserved to win that night. So maybe it was meant to be. <laughs> My grandmother lived in a rural and remote community In Zimbabwe, in Chiweshe, the community that is there, they don't have access to a clinic. At the moment, the clinic that is closest to them is 20 kilometres away. The best way that they can get there is by foot, um, which is very hard for them because at times if somebody is sick, they can't really walk for long. There was a project to start off a clinic that was established uh, by a previous um, Member of Parliament that was in charge of that district. So they raised funds and they started the project but they were not able to complete it because the funds that were raised, the local Member of Parliament actually used it for his own personal benefits. I approached the now current minister in that community. I approached her and I said to her, look, um, I'm currently Miss Africa Pert and I want to give back to my community. What area can I give back to? And she told me about this clinic, so she made me aware of the current needs of the people in this community. So I've decided to fundraise for the clinic back in my rural community. If it wasn't for Miss Africa Perth, if it wasn't for this title that I have, I wouldn't have been able to approach, for example, the minister that I have that I am now in contact with. they would probably think this person, who is she? why does she want to do this? So it's given me an opportunity really to, to do something bigger than what I would ever have imagined. Wendy's story was produced by Mary Fattin. Her shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile in My Shoes exhibition. The shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next.